Recorded during the Plague Year 2020, this is the Andromeda Minute, a show where every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday we go over one minute of Robert Wise's all-too-timely uh, 1971 techno-thriller, The Andromeda Strain, one minute of screen time per episode. I'm one of your hosts, Jim O'Kane of tvdads.com. And I'm your other host. I'm uh, Pete the Retailer of StarWarsMinute.com. Pete, thanks. The uh, the godfather of them all, you and Alex, uh, uh, well, kicking God, off this thing. Godfather is the other guy's stick. I'm, yeah, uh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> You're more like French Connection. I, I don't know. Uh, it's... <laughs> Uh, you, you two guys started well this this virus of uh, of cutting up movies <laughs> minutes at a time, uh, but uh, it's it's become very it's it's like salted peanuts. You just get in there and, and keep going. So it's, it's true. Uh, once you once you pop, you can't stop. <laughs> yes, uh, and as a result, your your uh, your penance is to is to show up in everybody else's <laughs> uh, and and do do due diligence with with their movies. Um, I try. I try. You, I, do, I don't make it on all the ones that I. Uh, am invited on which is uh I, I would love to i would love to have the time to just be on all the shows but i don't uh it's it's when there's you know there's a hundred and something or two yeah yeah, yeah something now i think are we yeah, over 200 i i think we're at 160 of recording okay. this but it, every day it's you, you have to open up there's this new pile of movies i've never even heard of i've i've got to i've got to start watch i i used to think i watched too many movies but that's <laughs> obviously a lie everybody needs to watch more uh <laughs> Um, but uh, we are, yeah, we're here. We're here deep in the, and we're almost an hour into the Andromeda Strain. And uh, we were talking before uh, the show started about your personal experience with uh, watching Andromeda Strain, which it's been a while for you on on seeing this film. It has. I I really wanted to go back and rewatch the whole thing, but uh, I didn't. Ended up not being able to. I was like, I, I think I remember it enough. And then I watched it. I was like, oh no, I don't. I, I it's been so long since I've seen this. Like I said, I think it was. You know the the uh, afternoon movie on Channel Eleven or something like that, WPIX. Yeah, and it was yeah. Uh, you know one of those things that was that was always you know culturally around. I I feel like I've maybe I've read the Mad Magazine parody <laughs> more more recently than I've seen the actual movie. Yeah, more truckers done more for a film studies than anyone else that I can think of. It's just. Uh... It it, it 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 has so many you see the tropes of this movie all over the place so it, yeah. if you haven't seen the movie you know all the elements of the film and uh this particular minute that we're in right now uh minute 55 is super 70s i mean there's split screens there's uh you know people fading in and out there's all the the psychedelic electronic music and uh uh just so it you just swimming in the 70s here Oh yeah, totally. It's a, uh, um, it's the type of movie that doesn't, you know. There's there's a s sweet spot there that it could just be, you know, my, uh, 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 my personal kind of um, taste. The way that you know, the way that I kind of grew up I I absorbing films. But uh, I feel like there's a there's a weird sci-fi sweet spot between 2001 and Star Wars that is this kind of uh, um, uh, hard to define because it's 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 like you know, science fiction was you know it kind of achieved a new level of of respectability somewhat, but yeah. it wasn't quite the blockbuster craziness. Like it didn't everything didn't have to be you know blowing you out of your seats with action adventure. It's just like oh, yeah, this is, this is almost a, it <laughs> in other. In other venues, it would be tedious, but it's just seen. There's a lot of sciencey stuff going on, and you feel like you should, 
you feel like you're learning something while you're watching this, at least how the scientific method works or something. <laughs> um, this particular minute, and anytime I see uh, split screen, I get the feeling that this is more like a, a, a Disney ride. And I don't mean like the adventurous Disney rides. I mean, like the kinds where you're sitting in a, you're sitting in one of those egg shaped uh, carry all, you know, people mover things as you're scrolling past a bunch of um, dioramas. And mm. this particular minute has, has that feel for me. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I don't, you know, <laughs> and there's so much, there's so much language going on in this. Like uh, you can tell who the doctors are because they're the ones in the white coats <laughs> and uh, they're obviously smart. And the one fellow even has like an Austrian accent sense, so, you know, oh, he's got to be smart. He's speaking some Germanic format. <laughs> uh, um, I, I don't know. Like it, it's all very, I, I, I try to figure out other ways of conveying the, the knowledge that's being passed along in this film, in, in this particular minute, but really split screen multi-image uh, i think it kind of sums up the way things are told in the 70s yeah yeah it's a good kind of like yeah, I, I, there's a certain amount of trust i feel like that we don't have anymore where it's just like all right we can throw all this out there and, and, and it's also kind of post what we what did we said it's 71 so it's like yeah there's a little bit of you know woodstock influence obviously oh sure with the split screen yeah yeah so it's like a you know it's that like all right we can we we trust you to kind of be able to take in these multiple things going on at once yeah um, yeah I, I i i agree and it you know it's funny that this i was thinking when you're watching this uh george lucas had been doing thx 11380s you know he's writing he's writing he's filming he's he's working on stuff so this is what he was getting exposed oh, yeah, to totally at the time um but i'm really surprised when i watch you know star wars that there aren't a bunch of split screens in that. Although I guess he was trying to do the more of the, the Buck Rogers, you know, the 1930s look. So the screen wipes and stuff that wouldn't follow the language of the thirties. It would have followed the language of the seventies. Um, I still, I, I still would have surprised that none of this rubbed off on him for that. Uh, yeah. Well, it, it, I mean, more so in, in THX than in star Wars, obviously, but yeah. the, um, I mean, there is a certain, like a tiny bit of this in that, I feel like, at least the kind of, um, you know, maybe not directly in the in the uh, the visual aspect of it, but some of the kind of, you know, some of the production design and the kind of uh, the, I don't want to say coldness in a bad way, but the, you know, it's almost like if you took that, you know, Flash Gordon, Buck Rogers and like translated it through this, yeah, then... I, yeah, I see. I, see, I, like, I like that. That whole antiseptic feel is a lot like the uh, blockade runner. I mean, if you think about yeah. the the shape of wildfire and the way that looks, you definitely get that that blockade runner feel to it. Um, I the other thing that I'm really surprised in this movie that you know, considering that the the age at the time was very much toward the teens. You know, everybody was trying to be younger, be cooler, be hipper. But he's populated this entire movie with uh, middle-aged folks. It's just, <laughs> I'm, I'm really kind of surprised that there isn't any, you know, there, there's no sexy, there, there isn't no, there, there's no, like, Raquel Welch character in this. It's very sedate, very... Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I guess it's like trying to convey science. Yeah, <laughs> Not that yeah. Ra Raquel Welch can't convey science. But. No, no, she knows how to, you know, fight antibodies in uh, in somebody's inner ear. But, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, as, as compared with... Uh, if, 
Fantastic Voyage was filmed six years, 65, yeah, six years before. And uh, even though it has a lot of the same aesthetic for that, you know, that, that antiseptic look, um, it has an entire, well, yeah, it has more of an action-adventure thing. And except for a couple of minutes at the end of this movie, there is no action-adventure. It's, uh, you know, unless you kill, you know, killing monkeys is, a, is, is exciting. It just, it, it's very odd. Yeah. Well, um, it, it's a, you know... Again, it, it, I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to sound like I'm too wistful for like you know it, for for somebody who's kind of made their uh, made their bones talking about <laughs> Star Wars so much in the past couple of years. I, I I talk an awful lot about how it ruined everything and how it's uh, you know. Um, but it, it, it's you know there there was a kind of a different you know it changed everything for better or for worse and it's uh, you know the the you don't. You do now, you know, some, and we've gone back and you get these, you can get absolutely these kinds of movies, but they're not, I don't, I don't feel like they're the, they hold the same place in culture Yeah. Um, that they, that they did, you know, that if this kind of thing came out now, it would be lower budget and it would be a uh, kind of one of those like, oh, hey, did you see Andromeda Strain? You know, it was like, it would be a, a talked about kind of, uh, you know, a slow roller, not, not just like, you know, must see Andromeda Strain. Yeah, or it might be like a Netflix six six hour special, and then right. every every level they'd spend an entire episode on. Of it, yeah, it really would work. I, I think to, nowadays it would work better as a miniseries, um, be, just based on the pacing. It, yeah. it's, it's fascinating when you think about Robert Wise being that the old line, you know, Citizen Kane era uh, director, yeah. editor, and things like that, and this is the speed that he tells a story. And you know, when you get like you were saying, Star Wars is a little bit more. Uh, lightning fast cuts, a lot of action, a lot of a lot of back to, back and forth talk, a lot of cross talk, um, and then you see what Ro- the Robert Wise version of that is Star Trek the Motion Picture. Sure. So yeah. it's just you know by the, by that time and you know, within the same decade he's doing the you know it, it turned out that that won't flow that 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 ponderous nature of things. Um, I I I wonder. I wonder if Robert Wise was trying to react to the other movies that were going. I mean, he's you know this this thing is trying to be Easy Rider at some some points in in the picture, yeah. trying you know trying to give you these these rapid cuts of what what's in people's minds and things. But uh, he couldn't really adapt to the way the you know the Young Turks that were coming out like Spielberg and Lucas uh, making more guerrilla looking films. Um, yeah, I wonder he, if it's not you know if that's his. Uh... As much as we would consider him, you know, uh, well, people in the know maybe would consider him kind of a, you know, a a, a classic kind of, uh, you know, they would put him in a certain at a certain level. But maybe he would be more of a household name if he hadn't uh, kind of tried to to kind of go with the flow as much. If he had been more of a kind of, you know, stuck to his um, defined style, which I, yeah. I, I I guess that's one of his, you know, uh, one of his his. <laughs> the definitions of his style might be kind of lack of that style. Not to, yeah, not to yeah. say it, not in a bad way, but that like kind of like, oh, well, it's 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 not necessarily abundantly clear that it's going to be a Robert Wise movie. It's, it's it he he does a good job of of uh you know uh, making the right movie for the source material at hand, you know, whatever it is. Yeah, oh yeah, I think I think he's very faithful to the book mm-hmm. on this. I mean, he uses a lot of the, the original materials even, you know, right down to the the computer graphics and things. Um, but yeah, you, you, when you're watching a Robert Wise movie, you feel 
that it's being filmed on a really heavy Panavision camera that he doesn't want to keep moving around because he doesn't like any jiggling. And it's it's not going to be like a Spielberg movie where you're getting somebody with an Aeroflex camera mounted on their shoulder and running after somebody. Right. So it's uh, you feel very much like you're locked in your chair watching a watching these events come out on a big screen. Um, and I, I guess, you know, he's trying to make it a little bit more dynamic with all these split screens, but uh, it's just, it's like you walk in on grandpa and grandpa's dying his hair. It's just, that's what it feels, <laughs> that's what it feels like. It's like, oh, don't, don't update yourself. Just, just tell, <laughs> tell the story the way you'd tell it back, you know, exactly. in the forties. Um, let's, any, uh, any thoughts on, um, I guess there's not a lot of acting in this particular uh, minute, but I mean, these, these, this the choice of casting that there's no real big names in it yeah i was trying to uh i went to my my source to try to kind of do some cross-referencing um and i uh the only the only shared blood or dna or what, what's the most appropriate uh, you yeah know, i guess only, yeah, clotted blood i would think yeah the only the only cross contagion between uh um star wars and andromeda strain is uh jamie short who's a visual effects person oh, okay uh, who also worked is an interesting uh, uh, CV here that it's it's uh, starting with this then you know, also um, Star Wars Altered States Blues Brothers Airplane and Cosmos the the Carl wow. Sagan TV show so it's like oh all right I enjoy all of that yeah 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 he knows he apparently grew up in this was this was some of his uh, yeah this this kind of greased the skids for him on on later films uh, right. He's, but then that um, you know, doesn't. Uh, I think it cuts off after there. So I don't even know what. Um, um, oh, it, but now I see there's a. Is this? Uh, oh no! All right, I, I got excited because I. A, uh, I thought for a second there's a the yeah interview with Jamie Short, Movie Girl Magazine, blah blah blah. Uh, it's possible that they worked on Heart Beeps also. Oh really. Wow! So uh, now I'm now I'm now I'm even more intrigued. I'm like, oh, yeah. Um, well, I mean, I do, I do know Doug Trumbull worked on worked on this for the 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 electronic pictures, the the electronic images that he worked on. That's oh. a, those are Doug, Doug Trumbull elements in the in here. So it looks like this is a. They, yeah, they worked on the you, robots with that. Oh, okay. So maybe uh, I don't know. Maybe it's a robot uh, specialist. Hmm. I don't know so what that would like, be floor effects or something hmm. yeah special effects one credit heartbeats there you go miscellaneous crew uh halloween 2 main title secret sequence short works limited hmm. wow. um oh, so who knows what uh what this person's up to because they don't really seem to have credits after after 1981 after halloween 2 um hmm. there are no specific credits that i can find uh, for them so he just made that, that at that point he decided he was sick of the business or something or maybe the business was sick of him it's difficult to Difficult to find out who who made the decision on those things. And it, um, it looks like now they are they they've switched careers and they work possibly as a uh, uh, in the model train the hobby train kind of industry. Really? So, wow. Yeah, because I went to that uh, linked from their IMDb page is a link to Short Line by Softworks Limited, and it's um, you know they're. They work on microprocessor-based lighting systems, electronics, and decoders for model railroaders, as well as fuel a full line of G-scale ready to run. So it's all G-scale. Wow. So backyards, that large backyard uh, model railroad equipment. Huh. Yeah, it looks like it. Uh, so that's, that's my kryptonite. I uh, I have a 
terrible collection of uh, HO scale uh, DCC computer controlled mm. uh, stuff. And I have to, I actually have to keep, I, after I moved from Massachusetts to Texas about 10 years ago, I've actually left it in the boxes because it will envelop all of my time. So I have to, I have to keep. <laughs> to keep that box away from, but I'll, I'll get to it one of the one, once I finish podcasting. I think I will go exactly. back to model railroading. Hey, it's good enough for Rod Stewart, so you know it's. Uh, oh, there you go. I, it, yeah, it's. I don't know if you've ever seen pictures of Rod Stewart's uh, collection, but apparently, while he was on endless concert tours, he would sit around and build model trains, and he oh, built wow. all kinds of uh, houses and things like that. And he's got this big house in Beverly Hills that's floor to ceiling, uh, model railroads. Just Google Rod Stewart plus model railroad, and it'll blow your mind. Um, <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> um, wow. Well, there, there really isn't much to this minute. I wish there were more in it, but it's just mostly uh, watching people sleep and uh, watching how uh, David Wayne knows how to sign uh, his character's name on a on a blackboard. Uh, <laughs> I, I do like the uh, the way that he says Rudolph Karp's bacteria. No, it's not him. Yes. It's, it's before that, right? It's uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Doctor Levitt says, you right. know, like Rudolph Karp's bacteria." Makes me think that it's like a uh, you know. It's like a like a musical or something like that. It's like you know, he, like, how did he it get should, above the title on bacteria? That's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It should have like an excla- an exclamation mark at the end and just yeah, exactly. kind of written in a curved font. Like yes. Rudolph Carps bacteria. Bacteria. After yes, just waiting for the bacteria the motion picture. Like, yeah, <laughs> it. Uh, he does look. I mean, that guy. Wow, central casting right out of. I mean, he could have played uh, Sigmund Freud, but he just went with the Rudolph Carp look. Yeah. Um, I do, you know, you, you, you can always tell the science guys because they're the ones with the bow ties and the, <laughs> and the vest, um, which uh, just I don't know. It's uh, it's intriguing. I do. I, I know it's been a while for you to watch the thing, but I do enjoy Levitt as uh, as a character in here. I think she's one of the she's yeah. one of the best characters in the possibly the best character in the movie. Um, she's kind of the voice of the audience and. uh just uh, she's just stay, she stays angry through the whole film and I, that, that's what i enjoy about her she doesn't doesn't give that up yeah no i i got that a bit just even from the years i was like oh yeah right she has wow. that vibe yeah well um i think that's about all we got in this entire in this entire minute it's a it's a very tedious tedious minute but don't worry there's more tedious minutes to come um <laughs> Uh, now, Pete, I know I, I know where to find you, but where can people look for your uh, in, information and things you're working on? Um, I, mean, I try to keep everything linked to from PeteTheRetailer.com, but uh, I um, I always forget to update that, and sometimes it's it's terrible. But uh, yeah, Star Wars Minute will be back kind of uh, in the in the fall. We're probably going to do after the new season of Mandalorian. We'll do that first, and then we'll jump back into our next season of the regular show. Um, and we're also doing, uh, uh, with the, the guys who I did ABC Devo with uh, a while back, we're doing uh, an alphabetical uh, kind of trip through the entirety of uh, Star Trek, the original series. So ABC TOS. Wow. Um, and we're going God. alphabetically through the all 80 episodes instead of chronologically. So it jumps around in production value and time and characters and all that, but it's, uh, but it's, a, it's a fun way to mix it up. I'm trying. I, I, I'm trying to mentally go through my head what the A through Z is on that. What's what is the A episode? It's uh, all our yesterdays through Wolf in the Fold. Ah, okay, wow. Yeah. Uh, and and starting off with all our yesterdays, having Mr. Ataz, Mr. A to Z. So it's, it's appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was made for us. 
<laughs> wow. Okay. Well, definitely check that out when it comes in. Uh, for folks who'd like to talk social medialy about uh, Andromeda Strain, always available out there on Project Wildfire on uh, Facebook or on Twitter at Andromeda Minute. Always like hearing from folks. Uh, and uh, well, if you're listening to this, you already know how to find the. I, I always, I, I never understand these little templates of <laughs> telling people where to find us. If you're already listening <laughs> to us, but if, wherever you found us, uh, go back and subscribe, and then you can hear the rest of this uh, entire fascinating, scintillating show. Uh, we will return Wednesday. In the meantime, please stay six feet apart, wear a mask, and above all, wash your hands. Thank you. That always, that always helps. And if everybody do, does these things, we'll get through this uh, a lot faster. So anyway, we'll see you here next time on the Andromeda Minute. Very flattering. We don't know much more than when we got here.